I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi guys, I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture Football. And I'm Adam Nicholas from What Culture Football. Here with all your news today, a Juventus special this morning, uh, talking all things Andrea Pirlo related, basically. Uh, Let's start with some potential transfer ins and outs for Juventus. Um, Some really interesting stuff breaking over the last 24 hours about who Pirlo wants and doesn't want. A lot of speculation surrounding Paolo Dybala potentially leaving Juventus. Basically, major issue with his contract renewal going on right now. This comes from Guido Vacaggio from Tutto Sport. Apologies for that accent there. (laughs) (laughs) Regarding what's going on with him. Basically, Paolo Dybala wants 15 million euros a year to stay at Juventus. The club only offering him a paltry 8 million euros a year. Big, big gap. Um, basically, the same doubts that they had with Dybala from last summer are resurfacing. Some major issues there. Uh, Adam Nichols, I'll get your thoughts on all of these as we've gone through them. Uh, another one is Aaron Ramsey. This being reported by the Daily Mirror. Basically, he's probably just not going to factor into Andre Pirlo's plans. He, of course, joined Juventus last summer. He's getting paid a quarter of a million pounds a week, which will kind of affect, presumably, which clubs want to take a look at him. But uh, Aaron Ramsey uh, and with the Paolo Dybala issue, not the only ones potentially leaving the old lady. Uh, We've also heard news that the Italian Andre Pirlo wants to offload Gonzalo Higuain, Sami Khedira, Daniele Rugani and Mattia Descuglio. Also, Blaise Matuidi uh, seemingly already heading out of the door. In terms of people he wants to bring in, we sort of talked a little bit about this yesterday, but also... According to Marco Conterio of Tuto Mercato Web, uh, Alexander Lacazette of Arsenal apparently mm. could be a major target for Juventus this summer. Uh, apparently, Mikel Arteta kind of open to potentially selling him, particularly with news of Arsenal potentially getting Douglas Costa in exchange. No word on money or players or how that's going to work exactly. Uh, but Adam Nicholas, your reaction to all of these stories? I think it's going to be, this is going to be our summer, isn't it? Just yeah. a lot of Juventus ins and outs uh, as Pirlo tries to change things up there. The Dybala one, as you say, this just feels like a resurfacing of what we've already seen. Um, it's it's Listen, it's tough at the top. Dybala's in that Juventus side and it's a good team. Uh, and if he's going to stay, he's going to want the right amount of money. I get a distinct feeling he knows exactly what he's doing. That sounds exorbitant at the top there. 
15 odd million considering what he's they're already offering him a great deal of money and uh, we don't want to see another situation I'd imagine like what Gareth Bale is currently in imagine that mm. get him to sign a huge contract and then he doesn't want to leave obviously um, but a great player nonetheless and one they probably want to keep I would imagine but uh, in terms of Aaron Ramsey Maybe disappointing for him. He might have been thinking to be able to sort of gain the tutelage of Andrea Pirlo, being a midfielder himself. That would have been something he'd be interested in. But again, someone who you can imagine is probably the wrong side of the number age-wise that Pirlo is looking at. And of course, maybe not exactly lit the world alight, shall we say. He hasn't been terrible, but hasn't exactly been hugely noteworthy either. But Lacazette, though, to Juventus, that's very much an interesting one in terms of that. And obviously, if Douglas Costa goes the other way, be interesting to see that. We mentioned this before about Douglas Costa, like a player perhaps we take for granted almost. Like he's a good player, but he's not someone you would chuck up on the list of high-end quality players in your head. I would imagine just because mm-hmm. there's that many. Um, but like I said, though, to Juve it could be a fascinating one. It'd be a big blow for Arsenal, that I think, um, considering how good their front line is with the guys they've got. Interesting to see though. Interesting there's obviously a whole other host of names there. Gonzalo Higuain, Kadir had a lot of them. That could be a massive big change going on there at Juventus. So hopefully though, not too many to the point where the team completely doesn't function anymore. <laughs> that would be problematic. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I would love to see Douglas Costa obviously in the Premier League. It's a shame to lose lack, is it? I think could be the sort of player that, that um Juventus could do with mm. a sort of out and out striker to allow Ronaldo the freedom to do what he does effectively. Um yeah, I, I think Depot is probably going to stay. There's going to be some sort of compromise with a ridiculous amount of money, I would uh, suggest. And Aaron Ramsey, look, you ask any Premier League fan and they are clamouring to see him back there. And no doubt, many, many clubs would love to see, would love to have him in their side. But like I said, the major stumbling block, those wages, £250,000 a week. It's a lot of money for a lad who I think started about 11 Serie A games last season. So a tough call there. But as you said, we will keep you posted on all things Juventus related. Indeed. And speaking of all things Juventus related, we did say this was going to be the Juventus edition. And that was for good reason. We've talked quite a bit already. We did a podcast the other day about uh, can Pirlo succeed as the Juventus manager. We've also mentioned a bunch of his potential transfer targets already in previous news as well. We've got a little bit more regarding the kind of football that maybe Pirlo is trying to implement with his new managerial career. Now, no surprises that the man is a lover of the great game of football. You can imagine the style of play he'd want to play given his playing career. But it sounds, according to Luca Fiorino of Eleven Sports, who's a sports journalist, has basically said that he's inspired a lot by Dutch football. In particular, the side AZ Alkmaar, who obviously had a fantastic season last year, ended up level on points with eventual league winners Ajax losing only out on goal difference. And they've got such a, a young quality team who play, ironically, the two teams with the youngest, best playing football sides ended up at the top of the league. Who would have thought of it? Fascinating stuff. But in terms of quotes, I can give you those. He basically says that Piero loves the style of football. He says he loves Dutch football and the philosophy behind it. He says he wants to build a project based on young players who can develop in a dynamic system built on ball possession. That all sounds like everything you would imagine. But on top of that, not just the style of player that they've got going on over there at Alkmaar, a few players perhaps who he might also be interested in. Speculation that Piero would be interested in both, imagine this, just coming through and stealing almost the spine of a team. The uh, left-back Owen Weindahl, the striker Myron Boadu, and even the midfielder and club captain Toyn Koopmeiners. Oh, I think <laughs> I did pretty well there considering all those names. But yes, 
these are the kind of um, the younger players, the sort of the next generation of good footballing players who PLO seems to be interested in. We have also mentioned the younger players, the likes of uh, Sandro Tonali from Brescia and Nicola Zaniolo from Roma. That seems to be what everybody thinks could be the next generation of PLO's new Juventus. Uh, Adam Wilborn, your thoughts regarding this? Yeah, I mean, if you're going to build a new side, you wouldn't go far wrong basing them on someone like AZ Alkmaar. I think they had a sensational season, as you said, uh, last year. They could, similarly to Ajax, when they caught everyone's attention in the Champions League a year or two ago, uh, just have their, like you say, entire side ripped out, going, oh, that player's good, and that player, and that player. <laughs> so you could well see that. The interesting thing, I suppose, around Juventus with this sort of discussion is when we were discussing about Pirlo being successful, we were saying effectively some minor tweaks to a side that is obviously romped to the Serie A title. I think nine consecutive seasons they've, they've won that. Um, it's about, as I said, European success um, for the hierarchy there. The interesting thing is, by the sounds of this, this sounds like more of a long-term project, which on the one hand is a great idea. Um, and like you say, modelling on this wonderful young side they could be dominant in Italy and in Europe for, for many many years to come the difficulty comes a of course with an aging Ronaldo who you kind of want to just try and exploit and get the best out of for the next couple of seasons you can't really say well in five years time we'll be flying yeah. because you know he's one of the greatest footballers of all time but even he will have an end point to that career um, and needing time like how many managers have we seen come into big big football clubs and say look i've got this big five-year plan and if things don't don't start going to plan then question marks get asked as much as you want to say well in three years we'll be world beaters yeah. if you're dropping out of cup, cup competitions and no longer dominating the league it's going to be difficult but as our fan club's uh, subscriptions would suggest we have faith in mr pirlo that you would suggest that, wouldn't you? But you're right. You're absolutely right. The modern game doesn't necessarily cater to that mindset, that style of uh, sort of planning for three years down the line. I think I think pretty much Jose Mourinho is the blueprint for how not to do that. That's the guy and who's considered to be one of the greatest managers in the world. So I think, um, yeah, the PLO thing, if, if we can indeed uh, implement it and any of the players we've mentioned already seem like they can fit that style he wants to, if we can do it, fantastic. But it's not going to be easy. And I think Sari was given almost the impossible job last year of mm. trying to actually get better than just being league winners which is not easy by any means for you, no matter who the teams you are or what team you are sorry even look at the likes of Liverpool this year they only really managed the uh, the Premier League so well of course well, that over trophies <laughs> before that but we'll not get too greedy this year but yes uh, quite a difficult task at hand for him and hopefully he can pull it off yeah, I think you look at you know the the, the names we've talked about the the outs in particular your Iguains, your Ramses, your Kadiras. That would suggest he's trying to get rid of some of the not dead wood but older wood, aging wood uh, in that side to be replaced. I think I think basically what you would expect from Juventus next season, if I had to guess how they're going to line up, it's going to be a little from column A, a little from column B, a little yeah. from some of the amazing established stars they've already got in that side. You know, as I said, I think Dybala and Ronaldo are going to be key to that. Um, we talked about where they need to strengthen uh, across the midfield, potentially wing-backs, etc. Um, but also, I could see, yeah, them sneaking in and getting, getting some of those AZ Alkmaar players and really uh, bolstering that side, youth, uh, and they want to compete on all fronts by the sounds of things next season. Like you said, winning Syria at is not enough. And if they can't win the Champions League, then they have to. Uh, it would be expected of Pirlo to win a domestic cup competition, which obviously Sarri was incapable of this season. Mm. All right, so a very quick wrap up of the Europa League. Of course, the uh, 
quarterfinals happened last night. We saw uh, English side Wolves unfortunately lose 1-0 to Sevilla. Raul Jimenez missing a first-half penalty before a late, late goal. Uh, unfortunately, not the man of competition. What a, what a, I was going to say year more than that. It's been a long old slog for Wolves this season. Um, yep. Unfortunately, they've uh, they've gone out. I think they can hold their heads high. This Sevilla side have been sensational. And I do believe, Adam Nicholas, stat attack. You've got a little bit of a stat about how good they've been recently. Well, I promised you this before, but I think I've just deleted this. But no, I tell a lie. I only joke. Yes, apparently. And this is a wonderful stat. I'll give credit where it's due. This was floating around on the back pages of Reddit today. Uh, this is from Colin Miller, at Miller Colin, who says that Sevilla have now won 24 of their last 25 Europa League knockout tie progressions, including finals. 25 different opponents. Slavia Prague are the only sides to have stopped them. The run started with victory over, and I'm going to butcher this, Mladost Podgorica in August 2013. Wow, that is wild. They really are doing wonderful things in this competition. It strikes me that they win this competition and they can't do anything in the Champions League. And then go back and win this competition. It's just a, a cyclical thing. Um, I think they've won 19 consecutive games as well now, yeah. uh, which is which is incredible. Uh, so they it's a new course, club record for them as well. Yeah, I I, they go on to face Manchester United in the semi-finals. Uh, that match is going to take place on Sunday. And the other side uh, of the draw, it will be Inter Milan versus Shakhtar Donetsk. Shakhtar Donetsk just running through it could have been more running yeah. through Basel last night winning 4-1 so yes Sevilla Man United Inter Milan Shakhtar Donetsk one of them is going to win the Europa League place your bets now for who that's going to be I think it's going to be a sensational semi-finals and final to come absolutely all four sides looking quality and I can't wait to see how they turn out should just quickly mention as well there was a little bit of controversy with that Wolves penalty, wasn't that the, uh, yes. the old VAR question marks? I won't get into it because I realise that'll be an even longer discussion. But Encroachment! For all, indeed. Yeah. For all Wolves fans out there, I sincerely you have my heart because that could have changed things for you. But that's football, guys. Anyway, let's move on to some very quick transfer talk because this is the event this edition, but there's still time for a little bit of transfer talk. We did mention yesterday that Kyle Walker-Peters could have potentially been going the other way to Southampton as Hoiberg signed for Tottenham. That has indeed been confirmed and has happened. Southampton confirming that on their Twitter account, he is officially a Southampton player. West Ham, however, will not be too quick to sell Declan Rice, it seems. Chelsea have bid £50 million for him and had that rejected, according to Sky Sports. That is an interesting one. I would like your thoughts on that in just a second, Mr. Wilborn. But the glamour transfer of the little bunch of transfers we have at the end of here. Who could never want to hear news about Zlatan Ibrahimovic? I know I always enjoy hearing about him. And it seems that the Swede is set to extend his contract with AC Milan by another year. He's currently on holiday, though, so there will be a little bit of a wait for that. But as reported by Vito Angel on Twitter, basically says that breaking news, Milan have reached the agreement with Ibrahimovic to extend his contract. The Swede will sign as soon as he returns from his holidays. Investments on the market and bonuses are promised to Ibra based on personal and team results. So there you go. You're never too old, guys, to get a brand new contract in the world of football. What do you make of those, Mr? Mr. Wilbur. Most thing ever to be like, yeah, I will sign. Just wait till I get off my holidays. We're not going to sort this out now. Like, don't bother me again almost. Uh, great to see him obviously playing, continuing in Syria. Uh, we're going to be paying a lot more attention to that next season. And uh, he's certainly done a job for them. And 
it just rolls back the years. It's amazing what he can he can still do. Um, we mentioned the Hoiberg uh, transfer yesterday. Carl Walker-Peters going the opposite way. Great signing, I think, that for Southampton. And the Declan Rice story just had my jaw on the floor. Mm. 50 million quid for him. Like, I rate Declan Rice. I think he's a great player. I think he's got potential to be uh, really important uh, for whoever he's playing for over the next few seasons and potentially for England. But uh, yeah, when tra- Chelsea get that transfer ban lifted, they don't mess about, do they? 50 million quid. We would love to know what you guys make of that in the comments section below. It's just put an extra zero, not an extra zero, but put an extra few million quid on the end, isn't it, when it's a, when it's a British player? Yes, a young British prospect certainly always seems to crank up the transfer fee these days. I'm just trying to, my brain's trying to figure out where he would fit in that team because like, there's obviously you've got Kante, you've got Jorginho there already, both guys playing in that role. Kovacic, if you want, could also probably do a job in there. And you've also got a crowd of midfielder in terms of the attacking guys, so I don't know where you'd fit. £50 million for a guy who might not even necessarily start is wild and it's been rejected. So what are you going to do? <laughs> Chelsea starting next season with, I don't know who in net, but yeah, true. that's going to be interesting. Two defenders and then four sitting midfielders. <laughs> that's what we're going to see next season. Uh, but let us know your thoughts on that and all today's news stories, especially all the UV stuff, of course, in the comments section below. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe and subscribe to What Culture Football, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily football podcasts. Continue the conversation on Twitter at What Culture FC, where you can follow both of us. You can follow Adam Nicholas at... It's Adam Nicholas, and you can follow Adam Wilborn at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all, as I said, at What Culture FC. But this has been your football news. My thanks to Adam Nicholas. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.